All right, on today's episode, we talk about some movies we watched recently. We give some very embarrassing stories that have happened recently as well. And we look at our top 10 games that we wish hit the table more, but don't. We also review Herd Immunity, Escape the Dark Castle, and Ten Penny Park. So, let's get started. Welcome to Mainly Games. I'm Joey. I'm Alex. And welcome to a podcast that I kind of I kind of walked myself into a circle there, <laughs> and I didn't know. I'm like, what are we actually about? Okay, so we're about <laughs> board games, entertainment. But mainly games. Mainly games. Hey, yes. we have a title. Yep. And you know, yep. it's been a while, but now yep. we're back on a schedule. We're going to be releasing every Thursday, hopefully, right? Ho- hopefully every Thursday. That's what we're looking at. Yeah. Season is almost over. We have three or four days of just some kind of sprinkling of events kind of thing. But season is nearly done and we can move on with summer, which will be fun and busy too, but in a different kind of way. Yeah, so. it's insane because mm-hmm. like we still have not had our first day off. No. We actually have another event tonight. We do. And our first day off is next Tuesday. Correct. So that's our first day off on like 50-something days. Yes. Which is Since crazy. Valentine's Day weekend, whatever yes. that was. Which is yeah. insane. Uh-huh. But that's good. It's coming. Mm-hmm. We're excited for a day off. And a lot of crazy things have happened. Oh, and my goodness. It's so, been funny. All right. So as you know, um, I do uh, comedy, magic, illusions, mm-hmm. things like that, resorts and all that. I got to tell you a funny story that happened recently. Uh-huh. At, um, I'm not going to say the name of the resort, okay? I'm just going to say that for you that don't know what ballrooms, normally a resort or a hotel or something has one large ballroom. And they divide this large ballroom into four or five ballrooms, <laughs> yes. right? Because not normally somebody does not need a monstrous thousand-person ballroom. Yes. They'll probably need a quarter ballroom or whatever. Yep. So they have these dividers. If you've been to any type of resort or any type of convention, you've probably seen the dividers. They do do a good job of blending them in. So you might they not do. have known when they were there, but they are there. It looks yeah. like a wall, but yeah. all the walls mm-hmm. can move and open mm-hmm. up to the big, big thing. Anyway, all right. So I'm doing my, <laughs> I'm doing yeah. my show. And mm-hmm. I'm getting ready. And when I do my show, I usually bring in my stage lights and things. And then I think, and then I also want to lower the lights in the actual ballroom itself. So just Correct. my stage lights are the ones that like the you front get to lights see. and yeah, the back the lights, lights are off. Right, exactly. Yeah, looks pretty. So, mm-hmm. um, so while I'm there, there's everything else going on in yep. the convention center, and I'm oh, sorry, the resort. Yep. So I'm doing it, and and I go and I get the lights down like off where I like them. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad that guy started weed eating right outside. I know. I wonder if they us. can hear this. They probably can't. Okay. Hopefully Maybe not. it's just us. So anyway, <laughs> so I turn all the lights off. My mm-hmm. stage lights are on and it's just my stage lights. It's perfect. Okay. okay. So I walk up there, start getting my show ready. Mm-hmm. Then all the lights come on. Whoa. I'm like, that's weird. So I go back mm-hmm. over there. I turn them back down and then uh, the lights come on again. You know, 10 minutes later after I'm in there, I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> so I'm like, am I hitting something? Yeah. So then I walk back there again. Turn the lights off, stage lights on, go back to the front, and the lights come on again. So finally, I go back, and I'm like, something's happening right now. So I turn the lights off, and then I hear it. I hear this little voice from the, from through the wall say, it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, no. So then I sneak out like the back like hallway tunnel yeah, there, back right? Exit. Mm-hmm. And kind of poke my head in there. And there was like a COVID testing facility going on there for like another event. Yes. So I've been turning the lights off on them oh, every no. time I turn the lights off. And I just. These poor people getting COVID tests. I can't imagine having something jammed up your nose near your <laughs> no! brain 
And then the lights go out. And Pitch you're like, blackness. You're like, oh, yes. did you just hit the brain part that like, <laughs> has sight? Did I just lose my vision altogether? <laughs> I mean, I cannot imagine yes. what went through that. So so then I did what anybody else would do, any what, self-respecting yep. person. What did you do? I hid. So when they walked in there, they did not see anything. I hid until shortly before my show and then just kind of winged it that yeah. time. Yeah, did not mention. This is the first time mentioning it to anybody, by the yes. way. Yes. So I'm just that's I'm pretty. A bit more careful about just turning. I'm off glad all you didn't say lights. the name of the resort. That would give it away. Yeah, right. I know. Um, my favorite story of that's happened recently too is that we've been having some very long days, and so we just would often have to grab something on our way to an event. And one of our favorite things to do is stop at this little like grocery store and pick up some parfaits and a salad before our show. So the other night we were doing this and we were so tired. Long day. We, it, this is a late show time you have here. So it's, you know, it's already like six o'clock at night. You're not going on stage till like eight, eight thirty. It's a long day. Right. And so anyway, we were, um, well, I had my food and I was just reading my book and then I look over at you. Right. And you're trying to eat your parfait. Now, what I do when I eat my parfaits is all filled with yogurt. I stick my granola just a little bit on top finish that, then pour my granola in when there's more room in the cup so I don't have like an Archimedes bath situation happening. Not you, right? There is granola everywhere because every time you stick your spoon in, granola is like overflowing from the side. So here we are in this nice resort, the table set up at the back. It looks so pretty. Granola everywhere. It was I, chaos. It just, I, I do not know why. <laughs> I thought, okay, because it's like filled the top with yogurt, uh-huh, right? Yes. So I thought I'll just put this amount of granola on top uh-huh. and then I'll use my spoon and I'll shove it down in to the yogurt. <laughs> I did not, I did not <laughs> yes. think what about you know the physics of disbursement yes where and then i and then it took me a while to figure out why is this not working (laughs) like the way i thought and then i'm like okay i'll just eat some of it and at this point it's all granola so i'm like apparently i'm just (laughs) just eating spoonfuls of granola (laughs) by the time and and it's oh it was just it was i think we ended the situation by you just scooping granola back into the cup and it was it was a nightmare it it all worked out but this poor little dining room like a ballroom thing and then i'm really good about mm-hmm. like when i go places i have backups like i have yes. backups my sound system i uh-huh. back up another shirt just in case yep. i spilt yogurt or granola on yep, my shirt yep. but one thing i realized i do not have a backup what's that as i went up there this is like 30 minutes before the show <laughs> i <laughs> my zipper busted on my pants yes open so i was like well this is unfortunate <laughs> so i'm like i didn't know i didn't have a i had to I'm like, do we have a stapler? Do we have a pen or anything? And I just pretty much duct tape is what yeah, I use. Duct, duct tape, tape. And I stood because behind. Because we couldn't get to like a Walgreens or Walmart to get safety pins in time. We couldn't do any of these yeah. things. We were stuck. We were on the island and yeah, we just yeah. couldn't get off. No. And it's like, it was chaos. It yeah. Is, yeah. It's been a long season. Yeah. So anyway, that yes. is that is the excitement of yes. our life. That's, That's just so exciting. Probably way more than you want to know. We've already talked about. <laughs> Like granola way too, way too much information busting and um turning the lights on <laughs> off on covid testing it's wow oh, crazy. okay so Chaos. 
Oh, anyway, so people are like, oh, your life must be so exciting. Oh, it's yeah. exciting. It's yeah. super exciting. Yeah. Granola that's, that's and zippers. That's fun. Woot. It's fun now looking back. Yeah. But at the time, it was not fun. It was not fun. No, no. Uh, we call it Zippergate every time we bring it up now. One thing we have been talking about, though, is Gen Con. We're excited for Gen Con. Yep. It's 105 days as of the day we're recording to Gen Con. Really? Yep. I just Googled it. We need so. a little countdown. We do need a countdown calendar. We did a countdown calendar for season. Yep. Yeah, that now, now we have to do a countdown calendar for Gen Con. Let's yep. do it. It's gonna be a busy, busy convention season. So it again, is. if mm-hmm. you guys are going to Gen Con, please let us know. Yep. Email us again <clears> at show at mainlygames.com. Yep. And we'd love to hear from you guys about anything. We yep. love getting your emails and everything. We we'll do. start to read them hopefully on the air next next podcast or something. So we have a lot to talk about. We this do. Time. This is a busy this is yes. a busy podcast. Because it's been a couple weeks. Yep. It will not be a couple weeks now. No. We're gonna start doing it weekly. We're going back to weekly. Yep. Get some consistency. Woohoo. We're going to put that granola in that yogurt. <laughs> We're going to get it done. And sprune it everywhere. Sprune it. Spru- yeah. That is a U word. It is sprune a word. It. I use that she word uses that all the time. <laughs> I do. When I put my clothes somewhere in the house, they're not supposed to go. Why do you sprune stuff? And I'm like, I have no idea what that word means. I, like, I say that for Juliet she's too. She's like, are you a spruner too? I'm like, I don't, no one <laughs> knows. I tell Juliet, your toys are spruned everywhere. No one knows I think knows I just what that <laughs> made that word up. Yeah. And then if I ask her, if I say that's not a word, she'll say, oh, it is an Australian. Australia. And I can't, I can't check, I can't fact check that. I don't even know how to spell it. Yeah, it's just sprune, sprune. I was gonna say like prune with an S. <laughs> so I think that's. Are you checking to see if it's a word I am right now? Checking to see if it's a word. You just made it up, didn't you? Is is sprune a word? Uh, it's not. It's not a word, is it? I don't know. Give me a second. Yeah. I have okay. To read lots of stuff. So. <laughs> it's not not the first thing Google told me about. They talk <laughs> okay. about some like family ancestry. Oh. I'm like, yep, that's the wrong. That's wrong. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay. So, um, movie wise, so some movies we've been watching some movies lately. We went back and started watching Night at the Museum, and I know most people have seen Night at the Museum, but we watched them with our daughter, and I forgot how great those movies were. We watched the first one, and then she wanted to watch the second one, and then she said, "She said, oh, is there a third one? And we said, no, no, there's not. But then we forgot. There mm-hmm. was a third there one. There was. And I remember loving the series, but the third one came out after Robin Williams died. Yeah. And that was kind of why it's like, ah, oh, because I knew that was his last movie, and I wanted to save it, and you kind of saved it to the point where you forgot about it. Yeah. So we ended up watching that one, and those movies hold up. They're they're fantastic. Oh my goodness, they were great movies. By the way, Spruner is a word you can play it in Scrabble. I don't know what it means, but you, um, can... <laughs> you can play it in Scrabble. There's a thing. Is Spruner playable in Scrabble? Yes. So it's a word. Okay, I just fine. don't know what it means. Anyway, yeah, that's, I'm you, sorry. I like how you don't look up you don't look up the dictionary. No. You don't look up the urban dictionary. No. You just look up whether or not you can play it in Scrabble. That's it. That's it. Um, you know, I've got my priorities here. Okay, that's fine. All right, so. Anyway, so we watched all the Night of the Museums. Those were good. We also went back and watched Green Lantern, mm-hmm. the one with Ryan Reynolds. Which wasn't as bad as I thought. No. You know, after seeing all the dead poses, you're like, oh, this is going to be the worst movie ever. No. It wasn't terrible. Wait, had you not seen it before? I'd seen it before. Yeah, saw I, saw the it theater, when, right? I saw it when it first came out. Yeah. And then my vision of it, or my memory of it was tainted because everyone always makes fun of it. Yeah. You know, particularly in the Green Lanterns, like Deadpool, Deadpool, who is Ryan Reynolds, is always making fun of it, you know? And I, I actually like, think um, Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Uh, yeah, true, true, okay. true. But um, anyway, um, yeah. yeah, it wasn't as bad as 
Like, it, I remember when it came out thinking this was a good movie. I still think it's a good movie. I yeah, don't think... Not it, a great movie. No, but it's a good movie. But also, again, your bar is low going in. It's yes. kind of like if someone asks me how good a movie is, I will not tell them if it's great. Yeah. I'll tell them, oh, I think you'll like it. Yeah. That's it. If you, if you build it up too much, then mm-hmm. they're never going to hit that. Uh, but if you lower the bar, there's a good chance you're going to like it. And then another one we watched is Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, yes. We watched this the other night. The old one. Yes. Not, not no, the new I one. I didn't even know there was a remake I of it either. until they, we Googled it. They remake everything. Um, but, but yeah, the original one. That's a great movie. We've been listening to that song. And then he kissed me. Yeah. So for you that yeah. you know aren't people from the 80s or you love 80s movies, Adventures in Babysitting is so good. Yeah. And on Disney Plus, actually, they removed all the, the yes. cuss words, which I did not know watching these as a kid, uh-huh. how our parents let us watch whatever, yeah. you know, and the yeah. language, and it was brutal. Yeah. And I forgot, except like, um, at one point she goes, don't fool with the babysitter. And the mom's like, oh, you can't use that word. I'm like, what? And oh. then she goes at one point, what's your mouth? And we're like, what did she say? Yeah. But then, yeah, they like bleeped out the word. So you so, didn't hear it, which was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, Avengers and Bay, this is my first time ever seeing it. And I loved it. Juliet, our five-year-old, loved it too. That was just a great, feel-good movie. It really was. And Elizabeth Shue is the lead girl in it, and she's adorable. Elizabeth Shue is the yes. girl from the original Karate Kid. She is, yep. yes. Yeah, yep. so for you that want to, you know, want to watch a good 80s movie, it's just really fun. Yeah. So, all right, also something else that we ordered a game, and I forgot which game this is. I couldn't find it anywhere else, but I, f- I found a new kind of board game place online. Mm-hmm. And I'm always hesitant to order from a new place online. Because you don't know if they really have it in stock. They say they do. Is this like a pre-order thing and whatever? But Stone Valley Games, I ordered from them recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it came and it came with like a nice little letter that said, hey, I'm so glad you found us. Really? And they have this like um, customer retention type thing with stones and you get money back. Their prices are good. But anyway, so I like finding new, new like, um, I guess there's a brick and mortar place as well, but it's also online but Stone Valley Games, if you're looking, they have a great stock of games. They're not paying us, of course, to say this. I don't think they even know we're saying this. Yeah. But a couple people like Game Nerds, Cool Stuff Inc., and several of the big guys were out of this mm-hmm. game. And Stone Valley had it in. And I forgot the, for the life of me what it was. It wasn't Vagrant Song, I don't think, but it was one that was that's a big, big one like that. It could have been Tenpenny Parks. It could have been Tenpenny Parks. I think you were right. I think it was Tenpenny Parks. Yeah, and then they ended up having a couple of expansions for Mm -hmm. Mini Rogue and things that I could not find anywhere else. Yeah. So I kind of like those, that, when you find a good hidden gem. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys are looking and you go to the usual suspects, the game nerds and all that stuff, Mm -hmm. they don't have it, check out Stone Stone Valley Games. Nice. It's really nice. And again, free shipping over $100. Oh. And that's another thing. I like that. When you go to these small places... Mm -hmm. They can't always give you free shipping. Yeah. But sure enough, Stone Valley does. That's good. And, and it's um, very easy to get $100 worth of games. Yeah, so. it's a little bit too easy to get $100 mm-hmm. worth of games. I was going to add one more movie we've been watching recently, The Goonies. We did watch The Goonies. We've been going through an 80s kick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Forgot that Thanos was in that. I know. Baby Thanos is in The Goonies. You say Baby Thanos? Yeah, he's a kid, right? He's like the, the older brother, right? Yeah, but he's still a kid. He's not like he's Thanos. He's still a kid. Yeah, right? Um, but he's in it. That's... A, classic movie right there that's you know we were excited to show that to Juliet our five year old and we finally did and she loved it now she thinks there's treasure everywhere we've had to kind of like you know slow a roll kind of reel that in yeah yeah that's yeah no there's not treasure everywhere 
So now, okay, so uh-huh. on to games now. Yes. Let's actually talk okay. about games. Now, Floor Plan, as you know, we reviewed that a while back and, yeah. and love it. Great game. And really looking forward to that Winchester House expansion yes. coming up. Any news? FYI, yeah. do not Google Winchester House Floor Plan. Okay. Yeah, because that's yeah. kind of the whole thing about the mm-hmm. Winchester House, about how she kept making it larger and larger. Pretty hard to find the details on the actual game. But Did you find it? No, nah, there's no release okay. date yet. So okay. I'm hoping for Gen Con. I hope they're going to surprise us. Surprise. But that would be nice. That is that is an expansion that actually fits Maybe over game. this summer with all the cons that are coming out, they'll yeah. do something. That would be good. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a top 10 roll and write um, coming up. And oh, I'm so excited. I love roll and writes. She does love roll and writes. I really think Floral Plan is going to be up there for me. Mm-hmm. I can see that. You know, um, teaching my sister, I did not think it was complicated, but she <laughs> seemed to get like... It was late, but she's like, "Can we play something easier?" I'm like, "Okay, do you?" I, so we played. I forgot what we played. Marvel United or something. Yeah. But um, it's anyway. Go back. I to feel the like rolling rights are a knack. Once you understand what you're doing, they are. You you've got it. But it's not a concept that non gamers get. Right. You know, non gamers just think you roll dice and move. You know, rolling rights. There's a knack to it, and I think gamers get it, but non-gamers. Yeah, I agree. And you know? I, I felt the same way the first time I did it. Yes, because I think the first time I played a rolling right, I think was Welcome to many, 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 many years ago, and I was like, this is the worst game ever. And then um, I think it was re-explained to me, and I was like, this is a great game. And it looks yeah. weird when you see people like we were at a game day, and this was like a normal <laughs> yes. game day, like yeah. not like board gamers. These are yeah. playing, you know. You, you just scrap. They're playing like, like Rook that. and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. we were over there playing Welcome Too. Yes. And somebody walks up and goes, "What are you guys doing over here? SATs or something?" <laughs> yes, I remember because that. Because we're all just sitting there quietly flipping cards and writing <laughs> stuff down. Yeah. But that was when that that was my favorite game of Welcome Too. We played Speed Welcome Too. Yes. I think there was a twenty minute lull where we had nothing to do. We're like, let's just do Welcome Too real quick. We had twenty minutes. Bam. Off that we go. Was, that was I, kind of fun. Very, very stressful. I did. I, you yeah. know, because if you made a mistake, tough luck. You've got to move on. I did like uh, that. But that was a fun time. We yeah. used to do um, speed bowling because, you know, you buy a bowling lane mm-hmm. for an hour, right? Mm-hmm. And a little red light will come on and you only have five minutes left. Yeah. And then we go, and it's speed time. And you try to finish it out and you'd be rolling it every time. I yeah. mean, as the thing is going up, it was pretty Yeah. Fun. That was a rabbit trail I did not need to go down. No, but you went down it. So I'm glad we know about speed bowling and speed yes. welcome too. So now fun we're going to go to a game. Yeah, an actual game? An actual game Whoa. about cows. Yes, move. Not really about no, cows. No, it's not really about but cows this, at all. So you can introduce us. This is a, our off-the-press review for this This time. is a game called Herd Immunity by Big Potato Games. Just so you know, um, I put that down wrong. It is uh, Herd Mentality. Oh, my bad. Not Herd Immunity. I kind of got the whole COVID thing in my Me head. Me too. I got Herd Immunity too. I've been calling it Herd Immunity to everybody. I have too. It well, is, my bad. Herd Mentality. Hang on, I'm going to... Herd Mentality. Herd Mentality is by Big Potato Games, which I love Big Potato Games for their party games. Yep. And I realize that they're instant buys for me. I see they've got a new one at Target. I just grab it because that's where you find them, Target, Amazon. They're the big box store games. Um, This is another winner by them. It is a game where you have a question, right? And then whoever's playing in the group... Yep. Can't be the the odd one out. So, for example, one of the questions we had was best drive through, right? Yeah. And so some people put Chick fil A. I remember putting McDonald's because I could not think of anything else for some silly, silly reason. Um, And then someone put. 
I think the the odd one out there was like Arby's or something because someone else did put McDonald's. So Arby's is the odd one out. They don't get a point. The the winners who were Chick-fil-A in that round, there was three people who had sit, said Chick-fil-A, they get a point. The people who were together but not clearly in the majority, they get nothing. And then you play on. And then I think it's the first person to get, I think it's like 12 points or like something. Eight like eight points. Maybe eight points. That is the person that wins. It plays very quickly, very easy to explain to people who have never played a board game before, I guess, because it is a party game. It's very easy to do that. But this is a really great game. I was going to say also the person who is the the odd one out, they get the pink cow. Yep. And if you have the pink cow, you can't win. Right, which is a very mm-hmm. interesting mechanic. It is. Because yes. you can be close to winning, but if you happen to be that yes. one person that does the only one of that kind. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting too is if there are like, if only one person puts Arby's, one person yep. puts Wendy's. Well, the, the pink cow doesn't go to anyone that yes. round because you're both one. Mm-hmm. But if you're the only one that does that, you get that. Then all of a sudden you can't win yep. until you get rid yep. of that pink cow. And it's interesting. Initially, we did not get that I, this game. I think we got it because we had to hit a certain spending amount. Yes, because, I feel like it was one of those things to get free shipping. We just shoved it in right. there. Yep, I felt yep. like this was like just one, uh-huh. except the opposite. Yep. Because... Just one, you have to write a word that does not match anyone mm-hmm. else. I mean, there are there are differences and things like that. So I didn't really think it would be one that we were going to play. But after playing it, I really like it. Me too. I really like this game. It's it, very... Because after this game, I think we ended up playing just one. Yeah. And we were kind of like, oh, let's go back to Herd Mentality. But it was late, so we didn't. But Herd Mentality is really... It's just a really fun game. It is. And it's mm. like, you think it's going to be easier than it is. Yeah. But you realize very quickly that not everyone thinks like you do. That's exactly it, too. Yes. That was the big thing for me, because I'm like, okay, so best drive through. I'm like, well, everyone's going to say Taco Bell, of course. And pretty much nobody said Taco yeah. Bell. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just, and the things that you think are just commonplace, like um, a word that starts with a Z. Yes. You know, and I wrote zipper. I thought everybody's going to say zipper. And everyone wrote zebra, yeah. except for me. Yeah. And it was, it's very interesting to do those type of things. It's very interesting too, because I feel like it helps you to get to know the people you're playing with better. Because right. you have to start thinking, what is everyone going to say? Not just me. Right. Yeah. Kind of makes you kind of think about everybody else a little bit too. I liked that. I liked that kind of idea of it. Yeah. So yeah. this is this is a party game. And yeah, it is a party game. And we, I, I can't recommend it strong enough. It no. is it is a great game. They so. did. It. This is a great game. Really good, great idea. Like I, I think you said too, we were very hesitant at first. Yeah. But we should have trusted Big Potato. Yeah. And the yeah. thing is, it says four to 10. And I'm like, you know what? You can play with more than 10 if you want yeah, to. Yeah. You, as long as you had paper for everybody, you can play with however many people you needed to play with. And it's got a weight yeah. of one from one to five. And I think, yeah, you can explain it quickly. It's, oh, very it's a quickly. great party game. Yep. So mm-hmm. highly recommended herd mentality. Herd mentality. All right. So or now herd immunity, as we call it. In herd immunity. We've <laughs> <laughs> been calling it that to everybody. Everybody. I bet people have walked into Target and, <laughs> and asked us a random person in a red shirt and khakis, do you have herd immunity? And they're like, I, I'm vaccinated. Yeah, they're like, what? <laughs> it's like, you know, the yeah. board game. And so, they're like, what? Uh, what? Yes. What's happening right now? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Herd okay. mentality. Okay, so, all right, now off the shelf, Okay, we're going to review one called Escape the Dark Castle. This is such a great game. We I love this game. And the reason I love this game is because I love the story of it. Right. It is very much a story-driven game. Uh, you know, you have cards that you flip over, 
and they tell you what you're going into a room and they tell you about that room, what's in that room, what to expect, what you have to do, all of that stuff. Yeah. It, it's pretty much, it came out in 2017. Yeah. And pretty much what happens is everyone gets a character and every character is different. It's kind of, it's like a, it's like a dungeon crawl, a light themed dungeon crawl. And I was going to say, you do want to play with a variety of characters because some people have more of the, you know, more strength or right. whatever, or more wisdom. So you want to play with a variety of people because that will help you because there'll be some monsters that need more wisdom to defeat. Some would need more actual strength or whatever it is. So the whole so, thing is yeah. all of these people are prisoners. Yes. And you will... Hence you, the title. You, right. You're escaping. You choose a prisoner. <laughs> and some prisoners might have like four might, mm-hmm. three cunning, and only one wisdom or yep. whatever. And mm-hmm. it's going to say on their card what they have. Yeah. And what that means is their collection of dice... So I think they get six dice. I'm not sure how many yep. dice each person gets. But everybody has their every character has their own dice, which is kind yes, of cool too. I like that too. So sometimes you might have one face that has two wisdom. The wisdom sign I think is an asterisk. Yep. The cunning is an eye mm-hmm. and might is a fist. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna see, like I've got a card out here, you're gonna see something shows up and it says like at the end of this passage is an old stone wall. You reach in, test the waters, it starts violently thrashing. You have disturbed a spirit. Begin combat. And then you've got to roll, in this one, an eye, uh, an asterisk, which is a a cunning. Yep. No, sorry, it's, it's a wisdom. And then you've got to roll, you roll four more die for this guy. So if there are four people. And then you've got to then knock off. If you roll a wisdom, you can remove a wisdom. So you pretty much have to do that. If you don't defeat him first round, he then hits you and you take damage. And you have 15 of these cards. So you've got a deck of 15 chapter cards. Yes. And then one at the bottom is the final boss. And one of the best part about this is it's old school D&D style drawings. So you're going to flip it. You're going to see a drawing of this old school RPG style. And then you read it. Yep. And another mechanic I think is interesting is although four people are playing, or you can play, you know, one, two, three, four. um, Four people are playing. One person has to be the one that walks in the room. Yes. And it's interesting because sometimes it doesn't matter, but sometimes it does. Yes. Like it mm-hmm. may it may attack the party or it may say, may say it sees you. And yep. if it uses the word you. Then it's, it's the, person the person that turned that card over right. that it's attacking. So that gets interesting too because then you're kind of playing it co-op, but you're not, you know, because, yes. you know, the person with the most health might be the one drawing the cards, but then they're going to run out of health. And it's very interesting like that. And if one person dies, everyone loses. Yes. You have to have everybody survive and you can rest and do things like that. Now, sometimes something good happens if you are the one that comes in. Yeah. Like you get two treasures. Everybody else gets one. Mm-hmm. And there are different items and things like that. And the items can be like what heals you and all that fun right. stuff too. This is a fun, we have brought this out so many times at the end of our game night to be yeah. like, hey, you guys want to escape the Dark Castle? Yeah. Yeah. And what's neat is it came out, like I said, 2017. Different experiences mm-hmm. have come out since then. Um, they actually, actually have escaped the Dark Sector, which yeah, is the sci-fi theme. version, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But when it came out in 2017, it came out with a cassette tape for the audio, this the background music. But yeah. you can get the background music for free, I think, on, as MP3 or YouTube or whatever. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I think it's very interesting they came out with a cassette tape. First of all, where do you get that can create a cassette tape right now? How would you play a cassette I, tape? I don't think anyone can play a cassette yeah. tape anymore. But um, Avengers and Babysitting But it's can. very... Yeah, probably. It's <laughs> very interesting, though, the whole game. One thing... 
that this game taught me though is we loved it. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's been hitting our table a lot. Yeah. So we keep buying all the expansions. Yes. But this suffers from the big box problem for mm, us because the moment we got all three, I think, expansions and the big box, yep. it all went in the big box. It stopped coming out as much. Yeah. Because I think it was always a little game we would take with us when we would go places. Right. But once we hit the big box, we're like, oh, that's too big to take. We'll just leave that here. And it gets so, confusing because, mm-hmm. yeah, well, which expansion do we play with? I don't know. Well, we've got to put these together. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. It's kind of like the first time it happened for me with Star Realms when it comes in this little box and you play it all the time in this small container. Yeah. But then when you put the, the huge one on there, it takes 30 minutes to decide which yeah. ones to include, which ones not to. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that we have that same problem, too. And I know the Quacks of Quedlinburg is about to do a big box, right? Right. And I'm hesitant to do that because I like that game and I want to play it. Well, <laughs> so, I've done something with uh-huh. Quacks. I don't know if I told you this, but I've, I've put everything that we want to play a game in the original Quacks box. Really? Oh, I and like that. And one of the expansions has the extra stuff. If we ever want to add the witches, the alchemists, and whatever Whatever like we that. can. Well, that's a good idea. So, yeah. that's, so that way we can just pull it out and play it as yeah. is. So that's what we do the quacks and but and I feel like with the escape the dark castle one we did actually go through it one time and did actually organize it a little bit better yeah, so we, we could just open the box and play it and for a while there we couldn't do that and that was creating chaos but once we figured out how we to play it quickly we got it because this is such just a fun game I love the story of it I love you feel, this game yeah this you are in there you're escaping you know um, the the suspense of when you're going to turn over the next card what card sorry what is what are we going to see next it's it's, it's exciting great. it is very exciting now, some of the complaints are that it can be brutal. I mean, you can get bad cards. Yeah. But really that happens with anything. Yeah. But this is, and it's it's a very inexpensive game. Buy the base game. I think I think you'll like it. And this is, yeah, this is a great game. Very, yeah. yeah, so much fun. We've had a lot of fun with this game. And like I said, I love the story. I love the imagination with this game. Right. It really is just a great game. Very thematic. It kind of gives me the same feeling that um, the Night Cage gave us. You know, when we were playing yep. that, you have that same feeling. You're emotional immersive in here right i like that i like that element to it yep Mm -hmm. i agree all right so now um one more review that Mm -hmm. is off the press this is probably our feature review this time yeah and it's a 2022 game and it is 10 penny parks yes and Mm. i did not know about this until i saw um i forgot her name um we game together Um, ellen Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. Yeah. yeah. So I saw her mm-hmm. post about it. And I thought, oh, it's a, it's a theme park game. And I'm a sucker for theme park games, yes, right? me too. And they are hit or miss, and mm-hmm. I know that. Um, but this is 10 Penny Parks. Yeah. And to explain what this is, it is pretty much you've got a little Ferris wheel. Is that what it is in the yes. center? Yes. No, it's a carousel. A carousel. A carousel. Yeah. Ferris wheels go, yeah. go more vertical. I'm <laughs> like, okay. hang on. It's got ponies. So, so pretty much everyone's creating a park, which mm-hmm. is the way all these parks are. And you've got cards around this carousel. Yep. And they're cards to buy. It's it's worker placement mixed with, I guess there's a bit of hand management. Not really. Not really hand management. Not hand management. Worker placement. Worker placement. But there's also a polyomino aspect. Yes. So mm-hmm. as you turn it around, everyone gets a card. And on your card, you've got places to put trees. Yep. If it's a picture of a, a tree, you put a tree on there. Yep. So you'll look and you'll have these 3D trees sitting on there. And then you have you can have to get the arborist. To cut down the trees, you can cut Which down is, three trees. Your meeple will go on that spot, and on your when you use that meeple, that's what you'll do. Right, because mm-hmm. every time you buy a 
a um, attraction, mm-hmm. you have to place it somewhere. And they're different sizes. The bigger attractions are larger. And it's more of a Tetris-style yes, thing you've yes. got to place on your board. And you can't put um, attractions like side to side. They can only be touching on the corners. Which at first bothered me, yeah. but I understand how thematic that mm-hmm. is. Because they are not going to put an attraction right budded up against another attraction to theme park. Yeah. You want things to spread out. And yeah. it, it is very frustrating. Yes, it is very frustrating. Because there's also... Particularly sp- because you've got those trees and if you have been too cheap to go put your little meeple person on the arborist spot, you're, you've got problems right there. Well, so. And there's also places mm-hmm. you can go to the banker just to get money. Yep. Then you can also then go to... The concessions. The concession. You can mm-hmm. buy a concession stand. And then you can also go and get expansions. Yeah. You know, you can expand it. You put go to one the real more, estate agent. The real right. estate and yep. put one more strip over there. Yeah. And now the problem is when you put another strip to the side, there are more trees on yep. that you have to cut down. Mm-hmm. So it is a it is a circle like that. And then there's the income phase and you get $3 plus any concessions. Some yep, bring in some, money. Yep. And I'm not sure if they're attracted. No, the attractions do not. Some attractions do. Most do not. No. But then also um, at the end of the round, you look at like the joy and the thrill, thrill and, and the the other thing. Ah, ah, track. Yeah. Yes. And you get points for those two. If you're in the lead on those tracks, you get points. If you're not in lead, you you might get less and there things. Are, and so. there are five rounds. Yeah. And the, oh, the carousel in the middle, it's between all these cards and all of these like people like the arborist and the yep. real estate agent. And it turns. Yeah. And as it points to different things, it could say, okay, these types of attractions are negative two. They're $2 cheaper. Yeah, than what they say. Yeah, or these over here could be plus two. And if you're first player, you get to rotate that mm-hmm. before the round. And that is a huge benefit. Yes, because one of the other places you can place your meeple is to get the extra bonus meeple right. person. And that allows you to be first player plus to move the carousel. Exactly. And so, unlimited people mm. can go to places like the bank or the yep. arborist, but only one person can buy an attraction from each each area each time. Yep. And once you buy that attraction, it immediately has to be put on, on your, your board, yep. which has happened so many times in our game. People bought an attraction like, I can't fit it anywhere. Yeah. And then you have to put it back. And then immediately, what's great, you know what this person is going after. Yeah, so then so you, you can, can be the next person to take that attraction for them. In and, and get it. And it's, yeah. it's rare that I see this many mechanics work so well together. That's what I was going to say. This game, you would think... It shouldn't work. No. But it does. And it's not overly complicated. No, it's not overly complicated. We played this with our five-year-old the first time, and she got it instantly. You know? So it's not a complicated game, but everything just works together. They did a great job designing this game and making sure everything was clear. I like how it has five rounds, so there's an end point. It is. It doesn't go too long. It's not like it's a 12-round kind of thing, and you're like, oh my goodness, when is this going to end? It ends quickly. You have to move quickly quickly too to build your park you have to get attractions you have to get concessions you have to you have you will have to expand and you have to cut down trees yeah and it's i mean it says between 45 and 75 minutes so i think around around an Mm -hmm. hour is where it is it's a weight of 2.5 i think that's too high i actually think it's it's easier than that i would think so but it's Mm -hmm. so 2.5 whatever now the one thing is that strikes me about this there are so many paths to victory on this game yes we played a couple of games and i thought you know what I bet you I could win easily with this. So the last time we played, yeah, and I decided to go this path of victory because there's also one ad phase. Every time you get to buy ads, and you just get straight victory points. Uh-huh. If you have certain certain um, attractions, you can pay like three dollars to get three victory points each right? round. Each round. Mm-hmm. So every round you can do that, or you can save money to get more attractions. I thought, you know what? If I just start banking 
every round start getting victory, my victory every points. victory point I uh-huh. can, I'm going to be a runaway leader. Well, I tried it last time, and this and Ryan, the other guy across the table, just routed me. Yeah, and it's like that was because I'm, he had the bonus. He went the path of the bonus cards, right? Did he go bonus cards? Yeah, because one thing we also didn't explain to you that you do have your bonus cards that you like get. Like your goals. Your, your goals. Right. So um, my goal was to be the highest on the joy track. Yes. Juliet's goal was to have five, at least five different concessions. I don't remember what your goal was. Right, and there are some so, like you yeah. can have um, at least four trees mm-hmm. or you have to have less than four trees and things like that. Yeah. So they're very simple goals, but following those goals can change your entire strategy. Yeah, because I feel like he had three or four, or maybe two or three goals, and then that gave him a chunk of points. Plus, he had lots of attractions, right? He had a lot, he he really he worked it out really well. Yeah, you know, he had yeah. them all in there because you look over and it's like, well, that's a well designed park, and yeah, that's yep. that's the point I knew I was like, I'm gonna lose. Yeah, but um. Anyway, so it's so fun. I can't imagine ever turning this game down. No. And we were talking about it too. It's been a long time since I've played Unfair. We still haven't played Funfair from Gen Con. So that's something. How does this rank to them? At the moment, this definitely is a leader. I I really, really like this as like a quick game. But I do like um, Unfair because I like all the aspects of it and I love all the expansions too. But I think this one would be probably the game I would play first over the other two at this yeah. current point in time without me replaying those games. That's how I am with Unfair too because yeah. Unfair has all the expansions mm. and a lot of versatility with all with yeah. everything coming out. But this one, I can see hitting the table a lot more. Me too. I can see that too. And I would love to see a lot more expansions with this. I hope they do that eventually. Um, oh, and, and component quality is just... Oh my goodness. This, amazing. This the is, carousel is amazing. Oh. The, the, every, the little pieces are incredible. And the, card, yeah. the cardboard punch outs, it's yeah. not thin, flimsy cardboard. No. This is nice. Yes. I don't know. It's Thunderworks Games and yeah. the artwork is by Vincent Dutre. Yeah. But it's just, it looks... Great! It's and then an amazing the, game. Yeah, I meeples. wish we'd done an unboxing so people could have seen how great these pieces are. But we didn't because we didn't expect it to be this good. No, it is. Yeah. It is one of the. It's one of the surprises of this year yeah. so far. So far, it's a good surprise. That, I really, really like this game. Now, of course, we usually ask um, shelf storage or sell. This is shelf. Oh, absolutely right. shelf. And this is probably going in our main game room. I would say this is in the main game room. Yeah, yeah because so, I can see a lot of people really wanting to play this and wanting to play this over and over because it's a great game. To play. It yeah. does. It's mm-hmm. thematic. It's fun. It's easy yep. to teach. And it's, yeah, I really Because one of my really biggest like complaints about Unfair is the length of it. Yes, it's I agree a, with that. Yeah, that would be my biggest complaint, which I feel like 10 Penny Parks fixes that. Yep. So that would be what I would say. All right. So now, yeah. how about we go on to, do you just want to go on to our top 10 for today? Yes. Let's do it. All right. This is, these are our top 10 games we wish Hit the table more. We're going to start from 10, right, and go to one? Yes, okay. that is the way most top 10 I'm lists just making sure we are in agreement here, because <laughs> yes. I wrote it from one to 10. And I did I, too. I had okay. to reverse all my... I had to just make sure we yeah. were... It'd the be very really. anticlimactic <laughs> the other way. I know, it would be. Okay. I was just checking. Um, so number I think 10. Th- I think this list came when we were sitting at a show backstage, and we were like, I wish we were playing board games. What game would we be playing now? And yeah. so this is where this kind of stemmed from, from us daydreaming about playing board games we had somebody message in um mm. message jacob message and said hey you guys talk about your self-ashamed games a lot yeah. how we would like to you know let us know the top five games from your self-ashamed that you want to play yeah so we're gonna do that next next time next week but this time we thought we'd do the top 10 
games we wish hit the table more. Yeah. And it's funny, this right here, I thought, initially I didn't want to do it because is this really just our top 10 list? But it's not. No. These are games that don't hit the table for various reasons. Mm-hmm. Number one, it could be player count. Yep. Number could number two for me, it could be like playtime. Yeah. Number three could be the fact that my wife doesn't like it. <laughs> Hello, Santorini. <laughs> and so there are various reasons these do not hit the table. Yeah. And well, probably hope we go into it now. But all right. So do you want to start us off with 10? Okay. Yeah. My, my 10 t- kind of cheats a little bit. Okay. Because there's two. But it's Wingspans of the Quacks of Quellenberg because we just got them. I really, I am so excited to play them again. Seriously, that's yours? It just hasn't hit the table because we just got it. I know, but we have played them like recently, but not like super recently. Okay, so you've got really, so mm-hmm. you wingspan and quacks. I, yeah. Those two don't go together at all. I know they Actually, don't. Actually, no, they're both ducks, <laughs> aren't they? Actually, what? is quacks They're both ducks? birds. Birds. They're both birds. Yeah, they're both yes. not both ducks. Yeah. Actually, there's no duck in Quacks of no. Quedlinburg, is there? No, there's not. Huh. But my, yeah, I just... We would... My mind was blown. Hold on, I'm still focusing on the fact <laughs> there's no Quacks in Quacks of Quedlinburg. <coughs> That's... Who, who are they calling Quacks? Are they calling people that... Huh. Are we the Quacks for playing the game? I don't understand. I I'm going to look up more of the... All right, anyway. Okay. So. Yeah, they might... We just got them. They were kind of like a... Yay, we made it through season gift to ourselves. Um, actually from you to me, so. Okay, so I guess there's yeah. another reason why you mm-hmm. don't have the tables because we haven't had them long enough. Yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. All right, that's that's 10. My number 10 is Seventh Continent. Yes. And mm, Seventh Continent, one. for you that know, it's a solo or two people. Mm. It's, it is a huge, sprawling exploration, exploration game. game. Yeah. And I love this game. This is my game whenever... Whenever the family leaves, for whatever reason, I can sit there and I can just focus on it. And it doesn't hit the table much because I know it's not quite balanced well enough, people say. But also the saving mechanic isn't as easy as I thought it would be. And getting it out, organized, it's just, it's a bit time consuming. But I do love the experience when I have nothing else going on. I can sit there and just play a game of Seventh Continent. Just to sit there. Like I remember Tom Vassell saying how... He just loved, when it first came out, loved to go out and just fish. I'm going to go fish. You know, just fish in a certain area. And it's just, it really gives you that video game feeling Mm -hmm. with a board game. And every game is different. Yeah. I mean, you can go, like, um, go to a certain beach or whatever, and then you're like, oh, you see a dead octopus. And in the dead octopus, there's a sword. And you're like, oh, you get the sword. And you go through and you end up losing that, that entire game yeah so you start it again and you're like oh i'm gonna go back over here to that beach and get that sword from the octopus you go over there and now it's a live octopus and you've just died everything is so different in this game and i again i have not opened it since i've got all the expansions but that is my number 10 thinking about it it should be higher it should be higher than 10 but that is my number 10 seventh really all right my number nine is zombie side I was going to put this on the list. Mm. It's I just love the game system. I just love the game system. I do suffer from we have so many variations of Zombie Side. Yep. It's kind of one of those things where we have so many. I don't know which one to play, so I'm like, well, let's just not worry about it. Let's play something else. Uh, that that's kind of my problem there. I suffer from um, ina- inadequacies because we have a friend that has everything painted. Yeah, that's and it's true. like, are we really mm-hmm. going to pay it? You know, played here non-painted when he's got everything fully painted, really well done. Oh, painted. he did a great job. And yeah. we go to his house. He's got the walls up. He's got yeah. it all set mm-hmm. up, and it's like it's kind of turnkey there. Yeah, you know. And I do love Zombie Side, but I do wish that would hit the table more. 
Which one are you talking about? Are you talking about Zombieside 2.0 or the fantasy one? Uh, I was thinking 2.0, but I also want Black Plague too. Is that the fantasy one? Yeah, the dragon one, right? Yeah. I was thinking, I kind of had those two together. I do miss playing both of those. Okay. Yeah. All right, so your number nine is Zombie. No crossover yet. Wow. All right, my number nine is Captain Sonar. Really? I love, I've had some great experiences with Captain Sonar, Mm -hmm. but I've also had some bad experiences. Yes. Captain Sonar, for you that don't know, it's a it's eight people normally. You can divide the roles into less if you need, but four and four, and it's real life battleship. Yeah. And it's just it's real time. It's it's very stressful. And the biggest thing for us is the fact that you need eight people, first off, and then you also need the right people. You do. Because mm-hmm. we played, I think. Not the last time. Maybe the last time I played, the person that was captain should not have been captain. Really? I see. I've only played this game once, and I was thankfully not the captain because I would know I would be a terrible captain. You would be a terrible yeah. captain. Yeah. Um, and I was something else. Is there an engineer or something? Yes. Yeah, yes. I think I was that person. That was great. I was in the right job there. That was, yeah. And that, so I enjoyed it. Um, but I could see if I was the captain, which I've, like I said, I've only played this once and I would never have chosen to be the captain. So. And it's a very odd bird in <laughs> the fact that you want to say, okay, we should play this at a convention because you have eight people and yeah. they're all gamers. Yeah. But then you need to be able to focus and listen to the person across from you. Yeah, you need to be in a quiet room. And in a game hall, mm-hmm. it's difficult no, for the radio no. operator to hear all this stuff yeah. and translate it. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's one of the reasons that does not hit the table as much yeah. as it should. It's hard to find that perfect scenario. It is. It yeah. Is. Okay. My number eight is Tiny Epic Zombies. Really? Yeah. I well, we've been talking about Tiny Epic Dungeons a lot recently. Yeah. Um, and I was really disappointed by that game, and I just miss Tiny Epic Zombies. That game just works. It does. I and I. I'm with you. And I'm gonna say I don't play it because I'm thinking if I'm gonna play a zombie game, I'm gonna play Zombie Side, which you know, see above, but um, or something else. You know, I don't play it because. You know, I it I just doesn't get to the table enough because I think people think it's little, so it's quick, so it's easy. We're not going to play that. Let's right. don't worry about that now, you know. But I do, I miss Tiny Epic Zombies. I do too. I think it's mm. a setup that yeah. deters us sometimes from yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that. Okay. All right, so now um, number eight, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Marvel Champions. Yeah. I just love Marvel Champions. It's gotten the point to where... I knew this would be on your list. I love, I love playing Marvel Champions. Yeah. But again... It's the same thing. We've got a friend that has everything from Marvel Champions. When he sets it up, it's like you've got these nice boards, the mm-hmm. skyline and all that. Mm-hmm. It just looks gorgeous. Yeah. And he knows how to play the game really well. Yeah. I've got everything from Marvel Champions. Most things are still in the box. Yeah. I, they just have not hit the table yet. But I do want this to hit the table more going forward. Yeah. Um, because Marvel Champions, it replaced Sentinels the Multiverse for me. Yep. It is just, it's a great game. It's one that I keep up with every expansion that comes out. Yep. I get. So that is Marvel Champions. Okay. My number seven is Emotep. I agree with Emotep. Yeah. I really like Emotep. I like it, how it's a worker placement game. Yep. You know, I like the theme of it, but it just doesn't hit the table. I agree with that. Yeah. We even 3D printed some boats we did. for that, didn't we? We did. Yeah. We 3D printed a lot of stuff for it. It looks amazing. We- and every time we play it, people really enjoy it. We just haven't, it just hasn't hit the table. It's simple and it looks yeah. good mm-hmm. on the table. And we haven't played the duel yet. Imhotep the duel. No, I don't think we have, no. I've heard mixed reviews about that. I've heard recently more people liked it than didn't. So well, that's we should, a good thing. we should try that. We should. But Imhotep, yep. I, I agree with okay. that. That's a good one. All right. My number seven. Yep. Chronicles of Crime. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Because we love it when we played it. We've only played a couple of acts and we have not even opened the other three we've got. Yeah, because we got all the expansions because we really enjoyed playing. We just never did it. You're right. right. Yeah, the futuristic point. one, the old one. Mm-hmm. The um, We even haven't opened the expansions yet either. Yeah. So, like, as far as the noir, and you think there's one that's based on the Stranger Things. Yeah, I was going to say that, yeah. So, mm-hmm. it's just, we haven't had the chance to have those hit the table. I think before, when they came out, we were waiting for a game room to f- be finished, because we like to cast whatever yes. you're doing at the TV. Yeah. So, when someone's looking around the crime scene, if you don't know, uh, Chronicles of Crime is QR code based, and you are an invest, uh, like a detective. You're detectives. And you can go to a crime scene and look, at, look around it using your phone, moving mm-hmm. around, but if you cast it to a TV, then everyone else sees what you see yeah. in the crime scene, and it's very, it's very. I really um, like that. Exciting. I like it. I like how we cast it. It helps. Yeah, and I, yeah. But I think that's one that's probably best for two people. Yes. Oh, yes. Because we yeah. played it more than two. Uh-uh. Nope. Two people when we played just you and me, perfect. I think so too. Yeah. All right. So my number six is Lord of Lords of Waterdeep. I agree with that. I really, I really miss playing this game. We played it a couple of times. Had a blast. It's a great game. It just hasn't hit the table game. This is this is one of the types of games that um, I think it's a different style that hits this list. It's a game that you play and it stays in your mind for yeah. a while. And you're like, wow, I could have done this one yeah. better. And I just realized one I did not put on my list that, oof, I wish I would have. And that is, I'll just say Abomination. Mm, but um, yeah. yeah. I was going to put Abomination, Laws of Water. They were kind of together. Now, Abomination, yeah. I will say the... Um, Prometheus. Prometheus yeah. version. Yeah. Yeah. I, not the original one. Didn't we meet... We were talking to someone the other day and they played like some other version. They're like, that game was terrible. And we're like, no, 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 yes. no. You have to play Prometheus. I think Sean, yeah, he played yeah. the original mm-hmm. version. And we're like, you know, you got to play... No, play Prometheus. Prometheus. No, yeah. he didn't play Prometheus. He played... There's one other one that was officially released. And Prometheus is the one to go with. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. Okay. All yeah. right, so that was your, what, number six, right? Yeah, number six. Number six, mind management. Yeah. You know, and it's funny because <laughs> we played an entire day of that yeah. one time. I think yeah. we talked about that on the podcast yeah. before, the Super Bowl day, mm-hmm. um, when I, you know, <laughs> tried to go to YouTube with a minute left in the Super Bowl to show everyone something. But, um, <laughs> but mind management is... And it's weird having like a hidden movement game that's just exciting. Yeah. Because every time it's like legacy, but not things move forward and it's just exciting to see what package you open up next and how the scales be tilted one way or the other. And it's like, wow, mind management is so, 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 hold on, two more stoves. So, so, (laughs) one more. So good. I was going to put that on my list. Yeah. I knocked um, it off of Wingspan and Quacks. Really? Yeah. Cheater. All right. I know. I, know. So I told my, you it was my cheating. That's my number okay. six. Mind management. My number five is The Lost Ruins of Anak. I will agree with that. And I did not even think of that. Yeah. I really, really like this game. I like it with the expansion too. We've just got the expansion. Expedition as a, Leaders? Yes. That Great. is a must. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I just like this game. Yep. Yep. I agree. And we actually got the upgraded components for that as we well. We did indeed. And those look so good. I'll agree with Lost Ruins of Anak. Okay. That... Yep, I didn't even think about that one. That is a great game. Yep. And with the expedition leaders, you pretty much need it. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives everyone their own powers and abilities yeah. and things. So, yep, I agree with that. Okay. My number five mm-hmm. is Roswell 51. Oh, yeah, I should And mixture with that, Pittsburgh 68 and Innsmouth 32 or whatever it is. Yep, yep. But, um, yeah, Roswell 51, I think we talked about it, I don't know if last podcast or the time before, but it's pretty much 
you are creating a B movie. You're the director and all six, seven, yep. eight, how many people If you are you? not playing that game or haven't played that game, you need to find a copy of it and play that game. That it's is a fantastic game. So good. But you need the right group of people. You need a, you a larger group and you need to have people that love to have fun and get yeah. into the mood. And it's yeah. just, it is exciting. It is yeah. a fun game. And mm-hmm. I really wish that hit the table more. Yeah. And we probably need to get it out more. We do. I should put that on my list. Yeah. Roswell 51. Yeah. Okay. So my number four is Mask of the Red Death. Thought about that yeah. too. Yeah. This is on my list. And it's re- being a problem. The reason we haven't had it on the table is I feel like you need to play with the right people. Yep. Ha- we just haven't had the right environment coming up to play it. Yeah. We need to do it. I agree. I feel like we know lots of people who would be be more than willing to play that. We need to... It's, Make that happen. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. That is a yeah. great, great game. It's Master so much fun. And we actually reviewed it here on the channel. We did? Yep. yep. Okay. So, okay. So then that's your, your number four. Mm-hmm. My number four is Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. Yeah. And you knew this would be on my list, didn't I you? did. And pretty much, I will tell people, we'll be playing whatever game. They'll be like, have you played Heroes? Have you played <laughs> Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea? Have you? Sometimes I'll try to fit it into a game that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> like, we'll be playing Herd Immunity, and they're like, yeah. I love this game. Well, if you love this game, you should try Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. <laughs> Actually, it- we were playing Herd Immunity, and two of the people in the group had played it. And then we did yes. a big tangent to Heroes of Land, and Sea halfway through. And mm-hmm. one of the guys that played Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea, mm-hmm. Jose, he was like, at first, when they were playing it, I wasn't sure if he was liking the game, right? Yeah. He's like, even the next day, he's like, yeah, there's so many rules. And then a couple of days later, he's like, okay, yeah, I like I liked that game. And yeah. it kind of sits there and you, it kind of gets in your head yeah. and you're like, oh, what can I do different next yeah. time? So that's Heroes of Land, Air, and Sea. That's a great game. All right, my number three is Gaslands. Man, I should have put Gaslands on I mine too. I love that game. I wish we played it more. That's kind of one of my things postseason. I yep. really, really want to do a Gaslands Day thing. I love Gaslands. I agree, and yep. it's and it's really... and we have the stuff to build the terrain of it. Yep. And so, yeah, that was me hitting the table, banging That's... on my let's play Gaslands. Yeah, but Gaslands. Yes. I forgot how good that game is. That's <laughs> mm-hmm. really and you're very aggressive at it. I'm you're... very aggressive. You have yes. to be aggressive. Yeah. In that game, it's such a great game. Yeah. That's yep. okay. Gaslands. All right. Yep. Good. My number three, terraforming Mars. Really? And I'm not talking about Ares Expedition. I'm talking mm-hmm. about the actual Terraforming Mars. I like it. It's just too It's too long. Have I played this game? You have not. Okay, I was going to say, I, I don't remember playing. I played it at the Dice Tower Retreat. I've had it on my shelf of shame forever. Okay. And it's just, it feels, it's a fun, fun game. It's long, it's meaty, and you really need to block off, I don't know, two, three hours to get yeah. it going good. But it's it's a fun game. Eric's Expedition is nice, the yeah. card version, but it doesn't give you the same feeling that the epicness of Terraforming Mars does. So that's that's my number three. So I, again, uh, Terraforming Mars. My number two I have on my list, and I'm not sure if we played it or if it's in our shelf of shame. Really? Yeah, I can't remember, but I know I really want to play it. And I remember, we, I think we played it. I think we played it. But I'm not entirely sure. It's Firefly. We played that, right? Firefly. Yes, yes. we have played okay. Firefly. I was thinking we played it, but then I'll, I'm looking at. I can see the box from where I'm sitting, and I'm yes. like, I didn't know if we played that. Yes. That just shows you how long we haven't There's played it. There's a for. picture of us on our calendar in our game room of us playing Firefly. Oh, good. Okay, yes. good. But it's just been a long time it has since playing been it. Way too long. That game. I love Firefly. I love the show. I love the game. Yep. It needs to be played. And that's your number two? That's my number two. Firefly. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number two is kind of your catch-all. 
it is Gloomhaven, but actually any legacy game. Okay, yeah. All right. Because I mm-hmm. looked and I would have had too many legacy games on there. Yeah. I would have had Gloomhaven, Betrayal Legacy, Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. whatever. And we just don't have time to finish a legacy game. No. I mean, the only one we finished is Clank Legacy. Yeah. And of course, we did that twice. But <laughs> and Vagrant Song is in there as well. But uh-huh. any type of legacy game. But Gloomhaven, I think, is the biggest is the biggest one. I think I that love yeah to tackle. I know. I so do love Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven or any legacy game. Okay. Now, all right. So now, before you go to your number two, there was a couple. No, that I'm not, on my number one. Okay. Before you go to your number okay, one. Okay. Yep. There was a couple that I did not put on that barely missed it. Uh huh. And one was. Um, exit and unlock. Yes. Those games. Yep. We just yep. don't, we have so many of those sealed and those haven't hit it. No. So, all right. Number one. What is your number one game? Do you know what that it is? You wish could hit the table more. Do you know what it is? Can I take a guess? Yes. Take a guess. Smash up. Hey, yay. You did it. Yes. So tell them exactly what Smash Up is. So Smash Up is an AEG game where you get two decks of cards and you could get whoever you want to get. So you've got a variety from everything from ninjas to kitties to grandmas to princesses to robots to whatever. So you get two of these decks. You like um, shuffle them together. You draw your cards. You do what the cards say. Off you go. First person to get, I think it's 15 points or whatever, wins the game. Yeah, yeah. that's... Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Um, Smash up, definitely one that you want to do. Yeah. And now also my number one is Firefly. Really? That is why I did not mention anything about that. But Firefly for me is one of those that I love that game. And it sat on my shelf of shame for a while. Yeah. And I remember going through Gen Con and seeing people with a huge mat. Yeah. And they were playing it in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, that just looks epic. Yeah. It is a pick up and deliver game. It's similar to Star Wars Outer Rim. Yeah. And um, but I like the Firefly theme better. Mm-hmm. And it is just a fun, epic style game. Yeah. And again, you need the right. First of all, you need people that watch Firefly. Yes. You need people that like longer games. Yes. And three people that can actually handle a heavier game. Mm-hmm. So finding a cross-section of those people <laughs> is extremely difficult. Yes. And we thought we had it one time until we asked the question, have you seen Firefly? And they said no. And we said, we do not want to play this with Ba-ba-o. you then. Because that yeah. you've got to have. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah. So those are our top 10 games we wish hit the table more. We should come back to this topic in like six months to see if and we've see actually... see have. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, so, hopefully we've going to, you know, get some games played. Hopefully they will. Yeah. So, all right. So guys, thank you guys. And we're going to see yes. you again. We'll see you next week. Next Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to release every Thursday now. And yep. as always, please email us in just please. to say if you like the show, if you disagree or other game that you think should hit your table more. Yeah. Because everyone has games that they won't get rid of, that they don't play. What are those games to you? Yeah, let us know. I'd be really curious. Because maybe those are games that we need to have off of our shelf of shame or play more. So again, (laughs) our email is show at mainlygames.com. You can follow us on Instagram or Facebook and all the fun stuff. All the good things. So, all right. Hey, thank you guys. Bye. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.